So greetings and welcome from Somatofulness programs. Starting with three affirmation. Deham ham, manas ham, shakti ham. Deham ham, I am the body. Manas ham, I am the mind in the body. Shakti ham. I am the life energy in the body. So we will repeat, I will repeat it again. Deham ham, manas ham, shakti ham. Because in this body, the physical frame is perishable. It was born in time. It is going to die in time. In order to protect this body, there is a mind of the body. And mind is also perishable. It will die with the body. But there is something unique which is not perishable because that is eternal and timeless is Shakti, the life energy. So that is why body is important because we cannot access that eternal and timeless unless we are connected to this body. So connecting to this body connecting to the mind of the body and ultimately in it something which is imperishable. And if we connect to that imperishable life energy, that is what is called liberation. Because connecting only to this body and its mind will generate fear but because we are going to die. But once we are connecting to that timeless, eternal, infinite energy, our fear disappears and finally we are liberated. As you know, in somatofulness, we don't approach through consciousness. Consciousness is very complicated because that pure consciousness is lost in a variety of expression and manifestation in our world. To approach that freedom, that liberation through the life energy is the most direct and simple path because we have a body and we can experience energy. And that is the essence of somatofulness. Your body becomes the guide. So now it is time to center ourselves, to relax. And for that, time for 
few minutes of breathing. So please sit very comfortably wherever you are. If possible, your spine is straight, but not tense because you want all the energy to flow smoothly. Your eyes softly closed. Your shoulders are relaxed. Your hands and feet are soft. And your neck is not straight. It's just few degree, a very gentle bend. Because if your neck is too straight, it becomes soldier's pose. If your neck is slightly bent, it becomes a pose for pranayam, means breathing and meditation. And bringing your gentle focus and attention to your breathing as you inhale, as you exhale. Your breathing has a beautiful rhythm like an ocean wave. As you inhale, this ocean wave will rise. As you exhale, this ocean wave will come down. Ebb and flow, waxing and waning. So is the lovely musical rhythm of breathing. That is why the ancient sages, they perceived in this breathing, so hum that I am music. So breathing naturally And now we want to go in depth of everything. So breathing becomes a little more slow, a little more deep, but it remains gentle. Slow, deep and gentle breathing finding your own rhythm, your own comfort. So you are not strained. You are flowing into this breathing. Our universe flows with its natural rhythm. So will be the flow of this slow, and deep breathing. Slow, deep inhalation. Slow, deep 
exhalation. And your mind is attentive to this breath. Breath is the bridge between your body and mind. Deeper you go into breath, deeper you go into your mind. And one day you will go in such depth of the mind that you will break its boundary and released in no might, beyond might. And now your focus is on life energy in your body. So feel the sensations and vibration within the body or surface of the body. Your body is relaxed and you are breathing slow and deep. You are centered in your being. And now, just relaxing with closed eyes. And again, feeling your body for vibrations and sensations. That is the life energy which pervades the whole universe. Our body plants animals. 
by connecting to it we are connected biologically with the living world and now slowly opening your eyes indian thinkers and sages call this earth our world the universe as play of the life energy there is a very specific word for that leela so if you go to to india they will talk about ram leela krishna leela shiv leela hanuman leela all these because all these gods and goddesses actually are energy form so these thinkers these sages said that everything in our world on earth in universe is play play of life energy and some people call that life energy as god brahm you may call it by any name but the fundamental is everything is playful if you really look at the snowflakes and a lake aspen leaf dancing with the wind fish in the sun in the, in the ocean frolicking cats and dogs playing and there are so many now wildlife movies and you see how those animals they constantly play because that is the very nature of our universe earth everything is in perpetual dance there is nothing still even if you look at your body everything is dancing inside is 50 trillion body cells and 87 billion brain cells each cell has a dance movement of 100000 in a second everything is in flux and it has its own music because life energy energy means vibrations so all energy is vibration all vibrations are sound so it is a musical play non stop going on 
So if I want to be liberated, if I want to contact God, so-called God or life energy, I have to play also. Because that is an invitation. Invitation is, I want moksha, I want mukti, I want bliss. Then invitation is very clear, condition is very clear. We start playing. We become playful. So what is meditation? Meditation is nothing else but the art of playing. That is what yoga is. That is what breathing is. We become playful again. But irony of human life is we are lost in role play. We also play, but this is role play. What is a role play? Of course, it is given to us by our family, our culture, our religion, our society. We are taught. And if we are not ready to play that role, we are punished. So we have to play this multiple roles. A daughter, a son, a teacher, a doctor, a grandmother, a grandfather, a wife and husband. And that is necessary also because this whole mechanism of society this grand orchestra of society function with its own rules. And we have to adapt to those rules. But the tragedy is when we are only lost in those rules. When I say I'm doctor and I identified with this role so much, that no matter where I go, I still remain a doctor or a judge or a business person or a father or a mother because we take them too seriously, not knowing this is only a social cultural rule. So by taking those roles very seriously, we forget to play. That I am something beyond these roles. And the moment I discover that, that is what is called non-attachment. Still I am a daughter, still I am a son, still I am a wife, still I am a husband, still I am all those things. But I am something beyond these roles. And this is also called action in non-action. I am taking constantly action. As whosoever I am, role is given. But somewhere inside me, no. Because what is the problem with the role playing? Role playing traps us in time. Who gave me the role of a doctor? Past. So my culture my science or whatever decided I'm going to become a doctor, which is time bound. Because when I was born, I was not a doctor. And also it 
traps us in future because if i take this role too seriously i will continue to remain a doctor that image of the doctor ego of a doctor identity of a doctor so it traps us in this linear time of past present future past present future meanwhile the fundamental impulse in human being is to defy time to break time to shatter the boundaries of the time why because essence of the universe is timelessness play play is not about role play it is so you can see in our life that how many are lost and we long for it why we long for it because this is our nature it is not something we invent it is something we we create it is already there but it is in such background that only we feel a murmuring of it a little music of it a little impulse of it a light of it a glimpse of it and in various tradition it is called differently in zen it is called satori or kensho just a glimpse and i will tell you about a movie here citizen kane it is a hollywood movie i am not sure uh, how many people watched it it is supposed to be best movie of last 100 years in hollywood black and white 100 number 1 it is a story of a boy who at the age of 8 while playing with his snow sled is taken away to the boarding school is a very talented brilliant man his name is charles kane that is why citizen kane why citizen kane because he became a billionaire he acquires everything but there is something empty within him in spite of all this and ultimately he becomes old and as he dies last word which he utters is rosebud rosebud bud of a rose and he can figure it out but in the movie what they show that his old stuff is discarded and some of it is burned some of it is auction and one of the item was that snow sled which is thrown with the garbage and the name of the snow sled was rose but this actually shows the essence of the humanity because at the age of 8 when he was playing and in that play there was no past there was no future because we cannot play until our past and future are burdening us 
So what happens at the age of eight, when still he was in that play without a sense of time inside, psychological time, linear time, he was taken away into the boarding school and he started playing all these roles. But nonetheless, that experience with the snow sled never left him and that was his last word, rose but. Because he wanted to go again and again to the same moment because his life was filled with this billionaire's role. And that is why sometimes when we look at our childhood, we long for it. We want to go for it. Because there was something innocent. Something was so pure. It is a fact. And that purity we cannot experience. But we can. But first of all, I would like to give you a scientific basis of this experience. Why we long for our childhood with that sense of purity. Was there one? Yes, there was one. And I will connect it to brain waves. So, introducing brain waves, there are five of them, mainly. There are many more, but five of them are the most important brain waves. Absolutely on the top is gamma wave. Gamma wave appears when we are enlightened. When we are dying, because at the time of death, every single person is in a state of enlightenment. There was a very small study done in New York by an Indian scientist. But the recent study is on rats' brain. And when people thought at the time of death, we are falling apart, there is a complete chaos in the brain and body, it is not true. Actually, at the time of death, this wonderful brain and body come together. All parts of it, first time in life, if we didn't experience it consciously before, Everything comes together. That is why some people say at the time of death, the flame of life is suddenly lit up. It burns brightly and then it is gone. Because gamma wave, all parts of the brains are connected. This is the wave of full enlightenment and death. Indeed, enlightenment is death before we physically die. Death, that is gamma wave. We'll talk about it sometime when we talk about near-death experience and dying. Next brain wave is delta wave. Delta wave is deep sleep. When everything becomes quiet, thoughts are not troubling us. Tranquility, serenity, a complete peace. An idea 
of meditation or whatever we do to achieve it consciously. So what is the experience of ultimate natural meditation? That we experience the tranquility of delta wave consciously. So can you imagine you are walking in the street in delta wave in your brain? Market is full of chaos and noises, all kinds of things are going, but you will remain completely tranquil. And the beauty of this tranquility is so that it is depthless. You cannot reach to the bottom of this tranquility. The silence is so deep. It can absorb all the noise of the world. Because beauty of meditation is not that we are sitting and meditating in an isolated room. Meditation has to happen in a marketplace, in the chaos of the world. Because then we become the eye of the storm. Because that is the nature of the world. Nature is in flux. Whether it's pandemic or not pandemic, it doesn't matter. One or other thing is happening in our world. That is delta wave. Then comes theta wave. Theta wave in Indian system is induced by yoga nidra. Some of you are familiar with the yoga nidra. The sleep of yoga, it is not actually sleep. It is a misnomer. But yoga sleep has to be something special. Yoga nidra means a conscious sleep of theta wave. Now, what is the beauty of theta wave? Theta wave are connected with creativity and also dreaming. So those two are, and you can understand all dreams are creative. Our brain puts all these images together and weaves wonderful stories and hundreds of inventions came through dreams. Einstein's theory of relativity, insulin, structure of DNA, movie avatar, sewing machine, all those, there are hundreds of them because dreams are creative and they belong to theta wave. Then comes the alpha wave. What is the beauty of alpha wave? When you are meditating as a technique. So just like you were breathing slowly and deeply and you were conscious, but you were relaxed. Conscious and relaxed is the beginning. That is alpha wave. And finally, the beta wave. What is beta wave? Beta wave is our normal life which is always full of low-grade chronic stress. I think we are going to talk about stress sometime, so you will understand in depth. Child after the age of two years develops stress. After that, it is chronic low-grade stress. So whatever we call stress, actually, it is acute on chronic. So there is a term in medicine, you have a chronic bronchitis, chronic cough, but then you get infection and it becomes acute bronchitis. That is called acute on chronic. Already something was there, but something more happened. 
and that was the research of Hans Selly who devoted, he was a Canadian physician for 40 years, he studied stress, that is beta wave. Whenever we call even ourselves relaxed, actually it is not relaxed, it is chronic low grade stress which we share, so we think this is relaxed state. Stress when we say just suddenly more comes. So these are the five waves. Now, why it is relevant in terms of our childhood? Play. A child is born and dominant wave in a child up to the age of two years is delta wave. Child is in serenity, tranquility. There is no time. Try to go your childhood. Try to remember a memory. And you will remember that beautiful moments of delta wave. It is so pure. It is so tranquil. There is no fear because fear only appears between age two to four. And that too, very small. When there is no sense of time, there is no fear. Fear only appears when we have a sense of past, present, future. Zero to two years, we live in delta wave, the ultimate meditative state. Between age two to four years appears theta wave, creativity, imagination, dreams. So that is why there are a lot of dreams. Although a fetus fetus, embryo or baby in the womb can start dreaming after the age of four to five weeks, you will be surprised. As early as that scientists discovered that actually baby so early in first trimester start dreaming. But this, this dream come to full fruition between two to four because brain is developing. That is why at that time, many can develop also nightmares. Now brain is developing, so is the. So two to four is the period of theta waves. Four to six years is alpha wave. Alpha is child is becoming more conscious, child is thinking, but still child is relaxed. So child naturally into a technique of meditation. So zero to two, two to four, four to six, and between six to eight now appears beta wave. Now the stress on the child starts and you can understand why. The culture and family comes heavily on the child. Child has to be trained, to be educated, to go to school, to become something, fulfill parents' dream, become big and all kinds of things, the whole pattern of life, those roles, now they are impinged on the child. So now you can understand citizen Kane at the age of eight. 
he becomes such a big man but what he left at the age of 8 love of the mother and the snow sled and even in the dying moments he remember only one thing rose but so from play of 0 to 8 we are involved in role playing and no matter how much role we play it can never never satisfy us because that playfulness is always there because it is something universal it is something timeless most of us become numb most more, many of us become resigned that i have no alternative i have to do like this until i die so what is the idea of somatofulness or for that matter any discipline of yoga meditation religion is to go beyond a role play there is a beautiful meditation for that who am i ramana maharishi a great sage gave us am i my house am i my children am i my education am i my job am i my possession and so forth so forth so on why that meditation is going beyond role play and play because what we want to become conscious child a child which we left is still fully alive i assure you is it is sitting and waiting so what we do we go back all the way before the age of 8 years of course you can go even further back but at least that much and that doesn't mean i'm going to leave any role but now i know this is merely a role playing i'm not that role just like in a scripture geeta arjun has to play a role so arjun is a warrior but the real playful child in arjun is krishna arjun and krishna are one they are not separate lot of people think they are separate they are the part of the same totality and some people are so deeply drowned in the role playing actually it becomes a problem and i will take two example i think some of you have heard the name heather ledger he was a hollywood actor who played a role in batman movie as a joker he was very good in method acting method acting means when you take the persona of that character which you are playing and he, it he absorbed that persona of evil joker so much in him that he became anxious and depressed he couldn't sleep and ultimately he consumed lot of sleeping pill and died second one i think even our indian friends know movie gandhi 
in gandhi ben kingsley played a role of gandhi as method acting but after that playing when he was whenever he was playing roles in other movies of a negative person he felt so guilty because persona of gandhi was still alive in him so there was a movie sexy beast he said he felt so guilty so what i am trying to say this whole role playing so what i am going to do in this 65 years old body in this 80 years old body i have to discover that child a cosmic child a conscious child a timeless child that child is always remains the same it doesn't change and how to do it becoming aware about my role in my daily life that i took them so seriously because i think i am responsible person why i took them so seriously because i want praises from others because more you sacrifice for others more people will praise you oh what a wonderful doctor she sacrificed her whole life for the mother no 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 we have to serve that is a part of being a family person but whole of this sacrifice business is sacrificing that essence of ours we have to play this role and we must play with responsibility so first thing we become conscious somatic awareness and then slowly as we enter into this practice of meditation of breathing we will start discovering this tiny space inside there will be a glimpse of satori kensho a glimpse of that brahm or that life energy and once we capture that we will realize i am not my rose and the last one is to discovering my somatic personality with which i was born before i start playing with this role before i got educated before i became something so by doing this we slowly strip off all these layers one by one and you know what will happen as we are stripping off these layers we will strip off all the trauma which we incurred because so many of us are traumatized in our childhood something happened because we are not that role we cannot be ultimately traumatized trauma only happens in the time we are not the time only we are timeless so once we do this journey back and we hit the timelessness of a conscious cosmic child we are released from this trauma and you know what will happen once we come back and play our role now 
we will play them with more love with more energy with more compassion with more joy it won't become a burden why because now everything became free all the centers pleasure centers of this brain are opened up everything is flowing so actually to become a conscious cosmic child means first time a responsible adult it is not a reactionary adult most of the time we react out of burden but here we are not reacting we are responding responding from where here we are centered with that innocent beautiful joyful timeless child and in indian teachings krishna the the prophet krishna god krishna he truly truly represents this cosmic child there are so many other they are very serious but krishna no is still that child is very much there so be a child again and play Thank you.